perfect song for the perfect night. How could you not like this? I love it. This is a great one. You just jam it out. Turn it up. This is how it's supposed to be. Man, so, this song would sound just as good in a Camaro as it would in a T-Bird as it would in a Peterbilt, as it would in a John Deere combine. Is that going to be in the NFR library of Yeah, dudes? baby. Do you have you anybody? Bet. Do you have anybody kind of lined out for that song? You know, like, no, you I don't. About that? Yeah, I, I asked every the, the two people I asked. I asked uh, uh, Haley Kinzel in Sioux Falls and Coleman Proctor, and they go, "Oh, what Benji played? Hey, we, we gave it to Benji." And I'm like, I don't want to play what my man played. Like, so I'm not asking anybody else. You know what I'd play for Cullen Proctor? It's it's gonna it's gonna. This be. is the way I live. <laughs> Little boy still pushing big ribs. <laughs> Heck yeah! Well, welcome back. Uh, it is a fireside rump chat. That's why we played uh, Firewoman by the Colt. Firewoman. We are a beautiful evening here in San Angelo, Texas. Me and Big Bear having some beers. Backyard of 302 Mimosa Drive. Um, Reflecting on a wonderful year in pro rodeo. Hanging out with Gus. Gus is out here. Gus is out here. The dog's out here. Chester. We've made it. We've made it through another year of, well, we got two weekends left uh, of rodeo. But, you know, after after Bulls in the Ballpark, I believe that is it. Uh, There is no more pro rodeo events until the National Finals Rodeo. Starting December seventh, as talk yeah. about just a pain in the pussy. Yeah, it's not a. It's the we. It's a week in between Thanksgiving and 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 the NFR, which gives you more time to get prepared for it, but yet pushes it right pretty much kind of on top of Christmas. Yeah. So, and I want to start off tonight with something kind of sad. And I know we don't like to be sad on Rump Chat. It's sad and it's happy. Yeah, I watched last night um, when I got home from your house. I watched Casey Fields' retirement video. I did too. I watched it. I watched it three times, and I'm going to be completely honest. Everyone that knows me or has listened to Rump Chat knows I'm emotional. I cried. I thought it was absolutely beautiful. Uh, Casey's emotion and the way that he handled the the retirement about how his goals in rodeo didn't line up with his goals in life. It was very and real, very raw. It was. And it, it was, was so very well spoken. I the, mean, Casey's a, he's a smart guy, but I was impressed with his. I mean, that was off the cuff. You know, that was just from the heart. Yeah. So I, it was very great. It was very cool. And um, I, I've said for years, I speak from the book of Casey Field. Like, he is, um, he's one of my heroes. And I mean that. I'm not being a douchey, uh, one of those guys that's very cliche. Like, Casey. You talk about a guy that's had a career in rodeo, and as an as a professional athlete, when you look at football, 
basketball, you know, uh, rodeo. You, you look at the athletes that go out. Casey's going out on top. He didn't have to go through the awkward stage of not qualifying. And, you know, he, he missed well, enough far yeah. this year because he got a technicality. screwed. It was a technicality. For those who don't know, you have to go to so many rodeos for special event money to count. That's why Sage was going over and stepping across the back of the Bulls and, and uh, you know, getting credit for that ride because you have to go to 40 rodeos for his extreme money to count. And I don't know how much money he had, like forty grand or something like that one when the extremes. Yeah. Um, and Casey had $12,000. Uh, this is, again, disclaimer, this is how I understand it, um, that he had like 12001 in Derby at the uh, uh, Riggin Rally, and he didn't go to 40 rodeos apparently. Yeah. And how crazy is that, that he was in the middle of the pack and he didn't even go to 40 rodeos. But that's just the dominance he is. But um, – Excuse me. Which um, I disagree with. I feel like in rodeo, if you are good enough to make the NFR in four rodeos, then you should be able to go. Like, it shouldn't – you shouldn't – the system shouldn't be where, oh, well, you didn't have enough rodeos. If you are in the top 15, it should not matter how many events you've went to. You've won enough to be in the top 15 – which that's neither here nor there. And I know everybody has different opinions, and there's, you know, a lot of people that know more than I do. But just as a rodeo fan as I am, and you are too, and that's mm-hmm. that's one thing I like to remind people that at the end of the day, me and you are rodeo fans. We're, we're not contestants, but, man, we love it. Yeah. And KC Field, like, when I, I think back when I first met him when I was working for Benny, I, I can never tell you a time that Casey was rude to me. Casey has been the classiest, correct, most honest, good person. Him and Tilden together, when they would show up at a rodeo, it would almost make me just, before I even talked to him, it would make my day be better. And because those two guys were so positive, they were so full of good energy. They, they loved what they did. Um, so, you know, like, Casey is just, he's, he's what a world champion should be. You know, and, and we have, gosh dang, there's such a good group of people. You know, he's, he was 16th, so he was in the old last, the old cry hole for the finals. But here's why I really respect Casey Field on this, okay? Some guys would be like, bullshit, I ain't going out like that. I'm going to rodeo another year. Casey doesn't have anything to prove. He's the the winningest bareback rider. He's the greatest of all time. Yeah, I mean, that, I know we, we throw, well, we don't, but you hear the word goat, a lot yeah, more than you, you know. You, you, do you go off championships? Do you go off this that? Well, you know what? You could go off any category, and Casey would take it. And and here's what I want you young kids out there to remember for now. Well, well, no, this is for no, no. All. I'm talking about my comment. That's oh for yeah, now. yeah, yeah. You know, there could be. Could be. You never know. You never know. Look, look at Louis Field. He was a he was a champion, and Louis was an awesome champion. And then they had Casey. Who knows, maybe Casey's kids. I mean, they might. You never know. May, you know, but uh, I will tell you this, all you kids out there in any sport that you are involved in, when you quit or you retire from what you do, you won't be remembered on how good you were as much as you'll be remembered on the kind of person you were. There is so many people in rodeo that have gold buckles that are the biggest douchebags. Correct. That there are, there is... There is people out there that are in the Hall of Fame that have a gold buckle 
that are just asshole, horrible people that everybody hates. Yeah, I mean, people that begged and borrowed and, and pleaded and did whatever. Yeah. You know? So, you know, speaking of that, are you supposed to have, like, two world championships to get into the Hall of Fame? I don't know. I don't I know the that rules. Was it. I don't know. I thought, but yeah. But, you know, the thing of it is, all those world champions <laughs> don't mean anything. The Hall of Fame doesn't mean anything. When you retire from the rodeo business, people are going to remember how you treated people. They're going to remember the person you were. And you think about Casey and taking care of his family and just being the awesome dude he was to, to help uh, young kids out. And and uh, and I know he still will. You know, and that's the thing. Like, It's not like he's going to be like, well, I'm retiring. See you guys again. Never. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just a different chapter in life. And, man, he's had a long, for a bareback rider, a extremely long career, which is which is great, and I'm just I'm so happy for Casey, his whole family um, that I've got to to be around, and his mother is just an angel, and his wife and uh, his kids, just a when you talk about a great rodeo family, even though I'm sad that that he's retiring just for my you know selfish reasons, what an honor to to be look back at, at our career. Uh, as a rodeo clown or a sound man and say, you know what? We got to rodeo with, with Casey Field. Yeah. Like, just a huge tip of the hat. And like I said, even though I'm so sad that he's he's done, it doesn't seem that long. But but will he go to Houston or the American? No, no. He said it. He said, which Casey, I know. I you, know, but you think, I you don't know, know George if Strait's been retiring or Cher or, you know, Def Leppard or Garth Brooks. You know, I mean, you have, you know. But I, I, obviously he's not going to go hammering up and down the road. But, you, you know, I, I, he goes, when Houston, you're halfway to the NFR. I don't think I don't think Casey's the kind of guy that's going to do that. I don't think so either. Because, uh, which I wish that I wish that he would have chose Rump Chat. <laughs> Casey. I know. Asshole Casey. Damn you. Um, you know, I, I drank wine with Casey in Sonoma, California. Me, Reno Rosser, Anthony Lucia. And he told us, he said, this is my last year. He said, I'm done. And we're like, no, you're not. Come on. Because it's hard. Why didn't you say, announce it on Rump Chat? I didn't think he was serious. The most popular podcast in Western sports. I didn't think he was serious. <clears throat> I thought he was just messing around. Like, I, Well, not messing around, but you know, you hear people at the end of the year. I've said it. <laughs> you know, like, you know, uh, when I used to apply for the finals. And for the record, I, I have not applied for the NFR since Hambone's wedding. So, 20, Since you cried like a bitch. I did. Bilch. Bilch. That Not was that I'm 2016. Proud of that. 2016. So I don't apply for the finals anymore. But when I did, I remember when I didn't get the NFR to work the barrel, I'm like, this sucks. I'm quitting. I'm retiring. I'm not going to retire for a while. No, you, know? you didn't. Thank God you didn't. No. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I think uh, contestants, and I, I, like I said, I can't speak for them because that's never good enough to be in the spot that they are. But, you know, the, the guys that didn't make the finals, it's hard when you put – your family on hold, your life on hold, thousands upon thousands of dollars in travel expenses. And What's rubbing on the microphone? It's beers. I don't know if it's your... Is it my hoodie? It, yeah. I don't know. It's like a... Oh, there we go. But you think at the end of the year, you know, like, what was all this for? If I didn't make the finals, what is all this for? You know? Mm-hmm. Like, it's... Like I said, I, I can't say that <laughs> I know because obviously I don't. But uh, to all you guys out there and so many of our good friends that, that didn't make the finals, 
man, we just hope that you guys still have a good fall, <laughs> you know. There's next year because that's that's the beauty thing of rodeo because when the NFR is over, you got like two weeks. <laughs> yeah. You know, like the Texas Rangers, they just won the World Series. Could you imagine, like, good job, Rangers. You guys have preseason in a week and a half. You know what I'm saying? Creed. You're saying, what's this life for? I know. I've been listening to a lot of Creed, and it's not because Texas Rangers. For the last... Right here. The ultimate. This is... I just missed the finals. I'm sitting alone in my house, dark room, cranking this, drunk, crying. That's the way I would be. This that is, is you so in the parking high. lot of of uh, El Portal in, not El Portal, what was that? Oaxaca in Weatherford, crying like a bitch at my, at my, engagement, my uh, not engagement, uh, rehearsal dinner. I did. We've told that story, though. Yeah. So, anyway, <clears throat> well, and in, in, in what's, what's good about uh, Casey's one of the guys that you see it so much. It's so sad, y'all. Like, I mean, guys that re- you retire and they rode in their champions, and they just don't got nothing, you know. But you got the guy, you know, Casey's got land and his ranch businesses. and businesses and, you know, the, the, you know, Power Pro. And so he should uh, almost got, teach a he, class on He's got things that's so important. So many guys just go and they may win a million dollars, and you know, but that's winning. That's not counting all the expense. Well, you never think days. it's going to be over. Yeah. You know, it's I, just it just you take care of business, y'all. I remember take care of business. And I'm saying, hey, our, our, talk to him a little while ago. Well, it's been a few weeks. Old Lon Danley speaking of retiring. Lon Danley, legends retiring. Don Landley, he. uh him and Kenny, they got a ranch, you know. He bought a ranch, and I'm so proud of him, man. I am, he too. He said, broke, got hurt pretty bad, and he said, you know what, I'm good. But he was already set because, you know, Lon busted ass. He's a hell of a, hell of a cowboy. He's a cowboy's cowboy, you know. So, uh, kudos to him. But, yeah, quit while you're on top. You know, Ty Murray did that. Well, you know, going back, they, you know, people said there was never going to be another Ty Murray. Hello, Stetson Wright. God. I love Stetson is just such a great kid. Let's say kid, but. Just a, man, you know, when we look back at the end of the year, as we are in the fall, and I, I start to think about how many people we get to work with and be around. God, we're so lucky. Because Stetson, you talk about a kid that just, he just wants to have fun. Ride bulls, ride Bronx, make a piss ton of money. <laughs> I, But you know what? That's good for him because I wouldn't have been good at that, and here's why. I handled money like shit. Yeah, I'd be like a rapper. You know, you see those. Yeah. You see on a MTV, they're like behind the music, and it shows that one with Fifty Cent where he made like sixty-eight million dollars, and a year later, he's filing for bankruptcy because he bought airplanes and helicopters, and yeah, but then he bought into vitamin water and sold it, and he made four hundred million. Just yeah, like that, so. but you, well, that's good for him. But no, I'm with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, I how, would be how, that. Guy. How many guys? You, you ought to Google how many uh, like NFL or major league baseball players or NBA guys are bankrupt, you know, because you got to hear Shaq talk about it, you know. You get a, you know, million-dollar signing bonus, and then half of it's gone to the IRS, and then, you know, an agent's 30%, and, you know, you just gone. Get low. It's gone, and that's major, you know, league sports, not rodeos, just 
They just chews people up, man. It yeah. chews people up and spits them out. It's a, it's the best sport in the world, but it is a do it you, is a bloodthirsty sport. I mean, do you think that pro rodeo should have a uh, a group of of counselors that help you kind of plan for the end or when you get done rodeo? Because think about this, Joe Average bull rider, okay. He does great, makes the finals, wins a bunch of money. So he started riding bulls at, say, 10 years old. So his whole life has been bull riding. Junior rodeos at 10, you know, high school rodeos at, at 15, college rodeos, NFR, PBR. Next thing you know, he's 28, maybe 30 years old. His whole life has been cruise around, drink some beer, bang some chicks, have some fun, make a bunch of money, and then one day – you're done. I don't know. I think I think today's day and age, I think a lot of them are um, more prepared. I think I think the generation before them is teaching them, hey, you know, get get you win some money, buy some land, or you know, get something that's paid off. If you if you got a house, if you win enough to pay off a house and some land, you've got that. You know, that's an investment. Land's only going to go up. I, I I I I tend to believe, guys, these days, for the most part take care of things better than they had in the past but money is also way better in rodeo than it ever has been you know you get some idiots out there on podcasting well oh my god and it did it paid less to win cheyenne than it may be done back in the past but they're just spreading it out more you know it's a bracket rodeo yeah you know cheyenne's a million dollar rodeo so there's more money than there ever has been in that rodeo but you, so you, you just you can't look at the final number and go well it only paid nine thousand win well you know, you're not counting all the different rounds. It's incentives. It's, so yeah, you know. Anyway, rodeos money wise is in a spot. I who who could have thought ten years ago it would be. I mean, good lord, it is really good and it's great to see and it should be that way. But and it's not going anywhere. Like the numbers of the youth rodeo kids and college rodeos. You know where I worked Lubbock, Texas. Um, the Texas Tech Rodeo, which is one of the rodeos of the day for Rump Chat during the NFR, which is pretty cool. Jared Hofstadter, what a outstanding job he has done with that. And to grow, you think about, you know, when some people I've heard this will, you know, rodeo contestants, they're kind of on the decline. Bullshit. Go to a youth rodeo. Go to the college rodeo. 129 oh, in some events. You know, we need more barrack riders, but um, that's that's a hot topic of, <laughs> of come on. It would be hard to recruit that because like, you're going to get your ass kicked for for a while. But uh, with Casey retiring, there's an open spot. <laughs> yeah. But I will be cheering for Jayco Roper. If you've not listened to the Raw oh my God, with Jayco, um. Special. It's, it's four ninety nine to get Rump Chat Raw, and you want to hear. And so I talked to Amy. You can't Wilson. get a cheeseburger for four ninety nine. I, I talked to Amy Wilson. She was uh, she roping the breakaway at the at the roping fiesta, the cinch roping fiesta, and uh, she goes, "Hey, I listened to that episode," and uh, she was laughing. It's pretty funny because Amy Wilson take the microphone away from me because uh, Jaco's got a he might be semi stalker. No, I'm just kidding, but it's it's pretty funny. <laughs> Jaco, so 
Uh, just a little insight on the if you if you're one of the cheap bastards who won't get rum chat raw. Cheap. Four ninety nine. Four ninety nine. You know what it cost for? You know it used to be on the dollar menu at at McDonald's. You used to get a be able to get a uh, double cheeseburger for a dollar. They're now five ninety five. For five ninety five, you get a shitty ass cheeseburger from shitty, not even shitty McDonald's for four ninety nine. You can listen to Jayco Roper. Jayco, it is worth it. He is my new one of my new favorite bareback riders, just because like when we talk about Casey, Casey's cool for who, who he is. Jayco is totally different, but Jayco's badass for who he is. He's his own man, yeah. And I love, I love the people that are unapologetically themselves. And I know that I think that's why some people uh, don't like me because. I'm just who I am. I'm not trying to throw a front, you know. I'm not trying to make a character and, and be that character. I'm just rump. And if you like it, cool. If you don't, well, suck it, you know. <laughs> but but Jayco, I'm seriously, guys, if you are listening to this and you have not heard Jayco Roper, tune in. Uh, I really want to get him on during the NFR because uh, <laughs> mm. some of my family members were not the most happy about this. But I made a deal with Jayco that if he wins – the first round of the NFR and the bareback riding, then he gets to give me a tattoo at Rump Chat Live at the convention center. Yeah. And he could because he has all the stuff. He is a amateur tattoo. All the tattoos on his left arm he gave himself, didn't he? Yep. And he, he actually gave him an NFR tattoo without the inside filled in. And uh, we asked him about it. We'll, we'll give you this tidbit. And so he has the NFR back number, but there's no nothing. It's just the outline. And he gave it to himself when he was 15 years old. And and so a rump chat raw, we're like, well, what if you didn't make the finals and you had that outline of the back number? He goes, then I was going to tattoo in there, big fat pussy. <laughs> <laughs> it's entertaining. And so, if for five, if you spend five bucks and say you're going to be driving a bunch or. Well, I guess harvest is about over, but you know you could spend five bucks and you could listen to all the raws. Yeah, yeah. In we one had, month, we put two raws out last month. And we got some more, some more, uh, some more raws coming. Uh, we had a guy the other day that um, that messaged our uh, Instagram account that he'd never met Jacob Adler, didn't even know who Jacob Adler was. Started listening to Rump Chat from something he saw online. Listened to every episode, and he goes. I cannot wait till the day I get to meet Jacob Edler. <laughs> so, oh, cousin Eddie, cousin so, Eddie, special. Yeah, so I mean, even special if human. even if you're not a rodeo person, we we have so many great Rump Chat fans that are are tuning tuning in, learning about some of our our folks, you know. So, so uh, going in a completely other direction here. Yes, sitting around the campfire. Uh, it's a lovely fire, by the way. Like two old cowboys in the old west. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, did you see the latest PSM? Uh, yes, <laughs> actually, I have it. All right, you, you, let's open it up. We've got the he said, she said, which we have done. Um, we did one. It was me and you and your wife. They they take a contestant or a personality personnel, and it's. Uh, goes with somebody they work a lot with and or, um, you know, the contestant, you know, their traveling buddy and their wife, their spouse. So this week is 
Wayne Brooks. The he said, she said. Okay, it's for Will Rasmussen, his wife Kathy, and Wayne is the uh, friend. Yeah, and I, w- I want to say this. Like, <laughs> I give Wayne hell a lot. I work with Wayne Brooks a lot. And I, I love Wayne. <laughs> I do. But I love oh, yeah. I love to give Wayne shit. Like, that's just, our. we have such a great friendship of me making fun of Wayne and Wayne taking it very well. <laughs> you know, if you go back to Rump Chat episode one when we talked about beating up rodeo announcers, I believe both of these announcers were on the, the uh, list. I believe they were. So in the he said, let me set this beer down here so I can read better. <laughs> so in the he said, she said, Pro rodeo announcer Will Rasmussen hails from Shoto, Montana, but currently he re- resides with his wife Kathy in Salmon, Idaho. He's been a PRCA member for 29 years and is a beloved staple at rodeos across the West. Following in his dad Stan's footsteps, the rodeo announcing business, he and his fellow announcer Wayne Brooks sometimes share the stage. So we wonder who knows Will best? His wife Kathy? Or pro rodeo pal, Wayne Brooks. Wayne Brooks. <laughs> so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to ask you, because you have not got to see this. And you have to, if you, I want to see if you, how well you know Wayne Brooks. Okay. okay. No, it's Will Rasmussen. Will's the one they're asking, asking the questions to. You know what I mean? Oh. Like, you, like you were in the middle, and then it, it, Ashley was on one side, then I was on the other. That's how this works. Who is... Will Rasmussen's rodeo idol, Bob Tallman. Hadley Barrett. Hadley Barrett. I knew it. Wayne said his dad. His wife said Hadley Barrett. So Hadley Barrett is the answer. Okay. Okay. For Will, what non-NFR rodeo is his favorite to announce? Say that again. What Non-NFR rodeo is Will Rasmussen's uh, favorite rodeo to announce. Well, he lives in Salmon, so I, I would ha- you know I would tend to say Salmon. I, I did that rodeo with him, so maybe Salmon or Greeley. You are wrong. His- uh, uh, oh, hold on, hold on. Salinas. Wrong. Will's favorite rodeo to announce is Tucson, Arizona. Ah, La Fiesta de los Vaqueros. Man, you do not know Will very well. Who wears the pants in the family, Will or Kathy? Well, that's Kathy. <laughs> it's Kathy, yeah. It was Kathy straight across the board. Yeah. Okay, now I'm going to read this one in Will's voice. What is Will's favorite food on the road? Oof. What is Will Rasmussen's? I've eaten with Will. What? I? It's been too long. Um, Pizza? Wrong. Mexican food. Okay. Okay, this... <laughs> I don't even know this guy. But who plays Will Rasmussen in a movie? What celebrity would play Will Rasmussen in a movie? Mm. Oh God! Okay. Um, You're never gonna get it. No, I. So Wayne Brooks says Jeff Bridges. Will says Jeff Bridges. Will's wife says Sam Elliott. You don't know who Jeff Bridges is? Wh- who's Jeff? Br- it's the dude. Is that the dude? Yes. Oh, I didn't Big know Lebowski. that. Okay, I can see that. <laughs> I should have known that. Yeah, you should have. What is Will's most favorite memorable rodeo moment? 
Oh, um, he's one of the good guys. Um, um, favorite rodeo moment? Yeah. Um, uh, uh, oh God! Uh, when he got to announce one of uh, uh, Flint's retirement? Nope. His first finalist announcer of the year. Okay. First time finals for announcer of the year. What is Will's favorite non-alcoholic drink? <laughs> Coke or coffee? Coffee. It's coffee. Okay. What's his favorite sport besides rodeo? Football. Football. Damn. We text. We text on Saturday mornings. Favorite. Happy th- game day, Bone. Bone, how are you? Love me. Favorite Love thing me. to do while not announcing? Uh, do his radio show. Wrong. Sitting on deck. That's D E C K. Just sitting around on the deck. <laughs> sitting on the deck with Kathy and beautiful Sam in Idaho. Salomon. What would Will do if he was not a rodeo announcer? Be a radio host. Radio DJ. There you go. You know Will pretty well. He's one of the good guys. Yes. Okay. All right. I just love saying that. I love I love Wayne. I wish Wayne was uh t- you know, Wayne, he he will never come on Rump Chat. I mean, I think he would. I asked Trevor Brazil, and he won't either because I think he's afraid. I think they're afraid that what what will come up. Why are people afraid to be on Rum Chat? We're not going to expose the truth. Why not? We don't even tell the truth half the time. (laughs) You don't. Well, we tell variations of of the truth. Speaking of which, I want to bring up my weekly things that blows my mind. And I've talked to you a little bit about this. Water. Cool, clear water. <laughs> so everybody in their 40s, kids today, they, they won't remember this. But I was thinking before the show even started, do you remember the days before bottled water? When you and I were in high school and even mm-hmm. college, you couldn't buy bottled water. There wasn't bottled water. If you went to a hot rodeo during the summer... They had got coolers with plastic or paper cups that you drank water out of. There was no such thing as Dasani and Aquafina and all the the different types of bottled water. Thank you. Turn that up. Then can you see that big green tree where the water's running free and it's waiting there for me and you. The nights are cool oh, yeah. and I'm a pool. Each star is a pool of water. Cool. I can't believe you've never heard that. Uh, no, I'm but sorry. It's from 1947. You know where it doesn't have cool, clear water? Where? Weatherford and San Angelo, the last two places I've lived. Have the shittiest water. Yeah, didn't you guys get shut down during the February? That, that for was a contaminated. That was in that back in twenty. Yeah, it was just, it was, it just doesn't. It's just gross. But when do you remember your first buying bottled water? I don't know. I, think about had, it. We had think a, about it. I don't know. I I can't. I um. You know, water fountains. Now now you know we have to. Gus has to take a uh, water bottle to school with him. That's Instead of was, drinking out of the water fountain. That's why I'm saying water fountains are 
Water fountains used to be the best thing ever. You remember going to recess, playing footballs with your buddy, or you know, running around trying yeah, to snap chicks' bras. Freaking, and you get you, you had to count to five, and, and everybody go, behind you in line would count to five. One, two, three, four, five. Get off there! Get you, out you, the talk way, you, you talk too fast. You talk. You said it too fast. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. The round, the round, yeah, like, yeah, the little mouth, the little guard. It say push. Hey, and there would be a sign that says, don't spit Copenhagen in the washing. Did you ever drink from that? There was a water fountain around the side, uh, back behind the old hospital at the Sydney Arena. I never did. It was the coldest, the best. Sydney, Iowa has the best water. Would you it say is that it's so good? Would you Pepsi, say that it's cool, Pepsi, clear actually, water? Dasani, pe- uh, that, oh, I, I think it's Dasani that's owned by Pepsi. They tried to buy the spring. No shit. Yep, that was back when I was but a kid. But think, think about this, like water fountains. You don't really see a water fountain anywhere because of germs. Is that why? I mean. <sighs> yeah, it's exactly. There's it, there's actually two water fountains in our office. Really? True story. Are they water fountains or are they water no, refill areas? No, no, no. You, you push on the front. These are the front ones, and it comes out, and it's about pee warm. And, and again, it's San Angelo water, so it's shitty. Yeah, nobody had. I mean, how how did this generation make it? Thank you. All you sitting at home or in your cars listening to Rump Chat that are in your 30s and 40s and 50s, which is our demographic, according <laughs> to Aaron Ferguson, yeah. how in the hell did we all stay hydrated if we didn't have a huge Yeti cup or something full of water? Fairfield High School. There was water fountains in the gym. There was water fountains in the hall. There was the stand-up water fountain that you had to push with your foot. Oh, basketball games, you'd go outside, you would go and get drinks. I mean, practice, you would go drink out of the fountain. Yeah, nobody had bought, like, there was not the even, you know, when you would go on a road game, I remember we would have the, like, the the squirt bottles or, I don't know. Oh, yeah, the, the refillable plastic bottles, that you know, with the little straw that you squeezed and it would shoot water down yeah, your mouth. But, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. during a normal high school basketball practice, you had to go over to the water fountain. And I remember our coach going, all right, water break. And everybody goes stand in line, and you would actually drink mm-hmm. out of the water fountain. Yep. Uh, when you're talking about Gus's deal, since we've started, since my kids, who are now in fourth grade, but, you know, now we're homeschooling, but they always had to take, even before COVID, uh, when they were in pre-K and kindergarten, they had to bring their own water, uh, you know, cooler things. And it's just, it's crazy when, when you look back and like, this is why I think I'm starting to feel a little bit older because I'm like, what mm. the hell? When did this happen? Mm-hmm. But I was thinking about it. Growing up with Bronk Rumford, we never had bottled water. You never bought bottled water from uh, a gas station. You know what we did buy? Clearly Canadian. You remember that shit? No. It was flavored sparkling water. Yuck. It was sparkling water. freaking good. It was amazing. It was like pop, but... It was clear. It was like Crystal do you remember, Pepsi. Do you remember? Yeah. Do you remember Clear Pepsi? I love Crystal Pepsi. God, that stuff was gross. Oh, I know. No, what? No, it wasn't. Crystal Pepsi was the tits. Ugh. Like it's it sucks that they they screwed it up. But back on my topic of how did we ever survive when Yeti cups first came out? I remember. You know, the first person I knew that had a Yeti cooler was Rhett Butler. My uh, uh, Reno Rosser for me. Yeah. That was the first one I was around. Was and it just blew your mind. You're like, holy shit. But anyways. <laughs> yeah. We're going to sell you this $500 cool, cooler, but it's going to keep ice cool. Your $2 bag of ice, it'll save it for like a week. And, and it worked. True. I mean, like Yeti coolers 
are the tits. And then so, like, I got a Yeti cup uh, at Pendleton. Sean Weesey, who uh, was the marketing director for the Western industry for Yeti, he gave me a, a silver Yeti cup. And it was, like, the I've coolest shit ever. Oh, yeah, I still got them. I still got all I, – I have a whole deal of Yeti cups, but Yeti Yeti is by far, like, the best. But, you know, I, I have my – and I don't even know who gives the Rump Chat cups, the white ones with their names on them. That was uh, – oh, my God. <laughs> Go ahead. Keep telling it. But I lo- that's, like, my go-to cup. I'm at a point in my life when I have a go-to cup, you know. But here's what I don't do with the cup. I don't take it out in public. Like, I use it for my coffee cup in the morning, and at night before I go to bed, I fill that cup full of ice and water, and it's my bedstand cup. Do you have a bedstand cup, Hambone? Uh, not really. I would like to know how many people at home have a bedstand Taylor. Cu- cup of water. Taylor. Taylor, who used to work here. Oh, yeah, Taylor. Yeah. Hager, Clay Hager's girlfriend. Are they still yeah, going she'd out? give uh, me and you and Fergie each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so anyhow, like, on the, on the topic Sorry, of, of cool, clear water. Water. So, like, I got this cup at home, and, like, uh, you know, during the day, like, if I'm going to go outside and work, I'll put it, you know, ice in it. But I don't take it places. You know, I won't show up to your house with a huge cup of water. Now, Here's what's happened in society. The Stanley Cup. Stanley's, right? Ones with the plastic straws. Like, they're the basic white girl. Oh, my God. Soccer mom slash teenager slash, yes. Everybody has a Stanley Cup. Stanley. And you think, uh, why? Like, are are you so worried to go to somebody's house without... 42 ounces of your own water. Do you really think that you're not going to survive if you don't have your... Have you seen the memes on on Instagram where it's people making fun of Yeti Cup or the Stanley Cup girls where they have, like, the the trash can with the lid on it? (laughs) It's like, oh, I just got to go. I've seen the one with, like, the the husband laying down and going, like, he's laying in bed and all of a sudden he hears... And it's, like, the the water bottle, like, the wife over there just... Guzzling water out of her water bottle. out of Stanley. Yeah, and it's like, oh my god! And then they or they hand it to him. Like, can you go give me some water? So uh, I went Ugh. to the Ponca City High School football game, which uh, I, I never really get to go, which kind of sucks uh, because you know I will have some, plenty of time to go when you retire. I know, but you know, for now, like it, I missed last year my my nephew Jace who graduated. Yeah, which, man, I got I had to miss a lot of that. It sucked. So this year, like we had a. Park City High School Wildcat football on Thursday because of spring break. So uh, we go to the football game. Wait. Spring break? Or fall break. Fall there break. You go. Fall break. <laughs> Sorry about that. So they they did on Thursday instead of Friday, and we played Putnam City and beat the shit out of them. Suck it, Putnam City. Uh, 6A <laughs> football, you know, Punk City. and So I go there, and it's, it's, a, it's a perfect football night. Kind of chilly. Just like this. But not... Yeah, it's like sweatshirt weather. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe have a cup of hot chocolate. Fall crisp. Yeah, it was like the perfect high school football weather. Is like what's what high school sports are supposed to be. So I go there and um, me and Ashley and the kids and Sheridan and her kids 
So, you know, the, the Grumford family, as we call our two families together. So we all go, which turns out that's pretty, side note, shit's expensive. For a family of five, it's 10 bucks a person, no matter how old you are to get in. So it's $50 just for the Rumford family. Then by the time you get a couple snacks, mm-hmm. you're at 75 bucks. 75 bucks for for a high school football game. I think but it's only five bucks in a, in Sydney. I'm not sure. It's ten in Ponca, which I don't know. I'm I'm divided because like I want to support the you know the kids and the community, but some of bitch is a lot. So we go in there and um, every high school girl in the pep section, in the band, the high steppers, the cheerleaders, every one of these high school girls is packing around a Stanley Cup. You don't need water when it's 49 degrees. I mean, you know, like you do, but at the same time, like, if you don't, if you, you can go for more, like, you know, Mm -hmm. these girls are 16. These girls are 16, 17, 18 years old. They're good to go. They're not going to dry up (laughs) from not drinking water. (laughs) You know what I mean? They're not. They're yeah, not. They're not, not going to get dehydrated. That's what I should have said. Can we edit that part out? I didn't mean. They're not going to get. De- Shit. They're not going to get dehydrated. <laughs> I misworded that. But what I'm saying is, like, they're not going to. If, if they don't have their Stanley Cups, and they're packing around, like, they would get up to leave, and they're going to walk 50 foot, and they're like, oh, better get my Stanley. Yeah. And I'm not making fun of any of them, but... Yeah, well, you kind of No, are. I'm not. Because my... I'm so proud of my niece, Emma, who's a freshman in Punk City High Steppers, but even she has a uh, a, a Stanley. And I, I make fun of her to her face, so it's not really... It's not really making fun of her because she's awesome and she's a good girl, but, you know, um, the Stanley Cups, <laughs> not even the cool hockey kind. I don't know. It's just, it's just a whole different... Maybe maybe I'm just starting to get old where I notice different shit like that. Where, you know, that, that wouldn't have been in our day. If you wanted a cup, oh, you know, in high school football, God, sounds old, but we used to have the, if you wanted a drink, you got out of a paper cup out of a got cooler. You remember the big orange yes. coolers? Now, whatever, they don't even sell those anymore because of germs sure? and shit. I don't know. Get on your phone and go to Amazon. Oh, you know, Amazon will have any, everything. I bet you can't even buy one anymore. Like with the white thing, the the same ones that, that used to be at family reunions that say tea or lemonade, like they would hold just gallons of. of oh yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of you still see them on the side of work trucks. You, but not really. Not as much as you used to, but so they would make flatbed pickups for those work trucks. Do you remember like the the the, the little handheld the ones that you would flip up and drink out of it? Yeah. It was like a, I remember Pizza Hut used to, like, give them away. Um, they, you know, screwed off, and it was, I don't know, probably 64 ounces. But it was just a water jug, but it was like yours where you'd flip, it was your, your personal one where you'd flip the, and then drink out of it. But, yeah. like, everybody would. Every farmer in Abbeville still has one of those. Yes. Like the long it was white a, valve. It, yes. Yes, it was old school uh, Stanley's. They, yeah, they still, like, all, every farmer. But they're plastic. I guarantee if you go in any 
any tractor at Ealing Farms or Kenoki Farms in Abbeville, Kansas, you will still see those old school coolers. And like they would put tea in them, so the inside was about half yep, shit brown. Yep, yep. It yep. would just even when they were clean, they just looked absolutely filthy, dirty. You know what? In the guest house here, I was looking at it the other day. I found it. it old school thermos, green, old school army green thermos thermos like who takes a thermos anymore you remember i remember my dad taking soup in a thermos to work i don't know if i could eat soup out of a thermos why i i never did i mean well coffee okay how about you know now i drink coffee now you yet. take you know you got your big yeti and then you're out and then you may if you still need some you go to the convenience store or something just get a cup right but they're built for the wild you don't you don't have you don't have like a thermos and pour your own cup of coffee. I ought to start taking that to work. You really should. <laughs> start. Like, you know what you should honestly oh, do? break time. Better have, have my coffee. Have that 80-ounce thermos with the with the spout that flips down and just be in mid-meeting and flip down the spout <laughs> and hold it over your head, take you a big swallow, like Napoleon <laughs> Dynamite when he was drinking. Remember when he's drinking the, uh, the Gatorade on Napoleon? Oh, God, yes. On another thing that made me sad today on this edition of Rump Chat, Getting Old. Chandler we're, Bounds. We're, no, no, I was never a big friend. What is it, Chandler guy. Bounds? Holy shit, Chandler Bing. Yeah, Chandler Bounds was a bull rider. Chandler Bounds is alive and Texas. well, and got kids and a beautiful wife. Miss you, Chandler. Chandler Bing. Matthew Perry, that's sad. It is. He was I, great. The whole nine yards was a fantastic movie. I only liked him Jimmy in the one Tula. movie. Jimmy Tedeschi. He was, if you haven't seen the whole nine yards, y'all need to watch it. He was in uh, the Chris Farley movie, Almost Heroes. Great. I. It's sad what ended up happening to him. You know, he just went off the deep end. What? Ha- he died in his hot tub. But Yeah, but they, they ruled out fentanyl and meth, you know, because he had struggled with drugs. But they had ruled that out. So I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I have not looked into it. But I just, I did see that. I just, it's sad, man. I mean, Friends was... A show of shows, you know, when you talk about shows, it was like Cheers and Seinfeld. I never got into Friends. I never did. Well, guess I, what? I wasn't against it. We're not friends anymore. Well, what I'm saying is, like, I'm, I was never against Friends. I just, I always thought Jennifer Aniston was hot. Oh but I God. just, it's one of those shows that, like, if somebody watched it, I'd watch it. But I wasn't like, I'll be there for you. <laughs> it's the best. <sighs> I don't know. I, I just, it's I the, never really mm. got into it. And that's okay. But, uh, you know, yeah, he did struggle. And, and like we've talked on here before, if you are struggling and if you ever need help, man, please visit our friends at BetterHelp.com. Not, it's not BetterHealth. BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, BetterHelp.com. Uh, they have all kinds of people ready to listen to you to help you out. Um, take care of your mental health. There's a lot of struggles out there. You think about even these these uh, celebrities making millions upon millions and millions of dollars even with all that money, they're, they're still, you know, depressed. And, mm. I mean, they, they still have to face things like we do, too. So if you're in the code RUMPCHAT, uh, betterhelp.com backslash RUMPCHAT, you can get 10% off your first hearing with uh, betterhelp.com. So uh, unlock your true potential with betterhelp.com. Man, what a great uh, great time tonight. We have the roaring fire. Uh, my neighbor and horseshoer. Keith Armstrong, which has joined us. I want to give a shout out to anybody that will shoe horses. That is a dying yeah. occupation, and it sucks that there's not more. And he gets hay for people. Yeah, nobody so he's wants. 
He's Nobody, a good neighbor. If you have a friend or a neighbor that shoes horses, like a good neighbor, Heath Armstrong is there. Be nice to them because you always know somebody that needs a horseshoer. Everybody goes, you know anybody can shoot a horse? There's not anybody because it's a shitty job. <laughs> I don't know how your back handles it. I, like, I would love to have learned that craft, but I just, ugh. You know, Ice Cube once said, you can do it. Put your back Put into your back it. into it. Have you ever met somebody that shoots horses that's always happy? Heath. Heath, you're always happy? Well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Heath, Heath lives next to... Chris Juarez over here. Oh, the old roping pit. Yeah, the the, the two arenas like that Sharon Alley. <laughs> that's the that's one of the things I love most about San Angelo, Texas. In Middle America or in the city, every house has a basketball goal. It doesn't matter if your neighbor has a basketball goal in their driveway, you have a basketball goal. In West Texas, every place has their own roping pin yeah it doesn't matter if your neighbor has a roping pin and that neighbor has a roping pin by god you got your own roping pin because you don't need your asshole neighbors for anything i see i love it because we we drove to brad stevens's or al uh, alan hughes's for alan hughes auction sydney iowa hughes auction hughes realty al hughes great family uh him and corinna except for her being a husker fan which Drops her down from a uh, 9.5 to a 3. Um, anyway, so that being said, <laughs> you know, it was like half an hour. We had to drive just a rope. Yeah. You know, and now I literally take my rope bag and a 12-pack of beer. <laughs> ride. Yeah. And, and Gus rode with me. And, uh, yeah, and we ride around the block over here, and we've got – Cattle and good people, and I just we should do a math great time. It's awesome living in Green Acres. We should do a math equation if you're going, if you live in West Texas, because my kids have been doing story problems and math. So, Hambone, this will be for you guys. If you live in West Texas, okay, and you're gonna go rope for two hours, how many beers do you need to bring? 17. (laughs) God dang, 17. No, no, actually it's not. You know, two hours see, of roping. See, a lot of people, you know, the people, you know, guys rope a bunch like Heath and the guy like I I when I get a rope, I'm having fun. Yeah, it's so like golfing. I want to drink beer. Cuz it's like golfing. So, you're not golfing, you're not trying to make the PGA tour. There's you know, and guy that ropes over here works for Chris Mingo. And yeah, Mingo I, I met that guy. I like that guy. Is one of the greatest humans on 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 the earth. And uh, we'll do anything for you. And is one of those guys that get a beer. Yeah, I got beer. You don't need beer. And I'm like Mingo. Like I, I, I drink a beer guy. all the time. Can I give you twenty bucks? Don't you dare give me a twenty. Okay. You know, I turned into Rump, who's just <laughs> you, you know, asshole. You always make me out like I'm a mooch. You are. Who bought lunch today? Uh, well, we the, had Ichiban. You ever go to Ichiban? Ichiban. Ichiban's great. It was a Japanese steakhouse here in Angelo. Well, your and, boss owed me uh, El Jefe, Justin so. Jonas bought lunch because he owed me twenty eight thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, Rump made a invoice. He we had to use. There's a, a a flatbed trailer full, like the biggest fattest round bales <laughs> weighed like twenty two hundred piece cow hay, half wet, and this. I mean, when you crank the trailer. It moves like a centimeter every oh, six worst. cranks. It's so hard to jack off the trailer. <laughs> so <laughs> he charged. He made this invoice out, but uh, moving hay trailer five thousand dollars. 
he helped me uh, tear down the sound, which he didn't really. Well, you do, you know you know that what was you know twelve hundred dollars. It was twelve hundred bucks. You uh, put away. Help me uh, take the banners back to five hundred bucks a sign. <laughs> There's forty eight signs. Yeah, it worked out. It to was twenty eight thousand. And he hands a, uh, 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 an invoice to Justin, the executive director. <laughs> And he laughed. And we went to Ichiban, and he bought me hibachi steak, and we called her even. It was good. And he's right. He's right. It's really good. But you know those Japanese steakhouse, you all the sodium, you just swell up. (laughs) Yeah, you just you just pour. Well, they come out there, they got them two bricks of butter. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not. I'm not even talking like sticks, bricks, cinder blocks of butter. Which is funny because in West Texas, uh, you have. The, you don't have Asians doing the Asian barbecue or the Asian. Yeah, you have, you have Hispanics. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, you but know, it's still good. It was so good. Yeah. It's still. I, I had the hibachi steak and chicken, and it was. No, no, they no, did, he, no he did the tricks. He, uh, he did, did he? He started off with ding, ding, Well, ding, yeah, yeah, but he didn't do the, he did, the volcano and the onion. He didn't say open your did, mouth. He didn't and, open your mouth and throw the vegetables in because it was lunch. We were. But that guy he was, was trying good. to move it along. He was a great cook. Great. I think that's the owner. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Anywho, he says, "Yeah, you guys don't come in here. This guy comes in once a week." Points <laughs> old Jonas. Yeah, Jonas. They go there all the time. Him and Bridget. I'm I'm a sucker for uh, I, hibachi places or or and sushi and oh my god, I, the miso soup and the uh, oh it's just those are great restaurants. I do. Hey, but you when you go to a, you when you go to a, when you go to a Japanese steakhouse. You you have to plan. This is not an hour lunch. You're ninety minutes minimum. Well, it takes a while to fire the hibachi grill up. But anyway, we had a uh, good conversation. Uh, did some good. We did. I did some business. You know, Me too. Uh, the new owners of Grogan's. Grogan's sold. Uh, great uh, farm and ranch store here. Gus, you going to bed? He's out. You're going okay. You're going inside. You can leave the blanket. I'll bring it in. Okay, I'll bring it in. Bye, See you guys. I love you. No, that was a that was a good business. There lunch. he goes. Plus, I I really like Justin Jonas and and uh, I feel I feel very home in San Angelo, and that's why I like coming. And, you know, I was thinking the other day, like I stay here a lot. You know, after Del Rio, I leave my trailer here after Angelo, which. You know, even this year, I'm not working, Angelo, but I'm going to drop my trailer. You didn't fire me. I fired him. Ass face. I fired him. I said, I retired. You coming back. I retired until I get hired I back. Handed, I handed you your you check. You liar. And I said, um, oh, yeah, I'm you sorry, did say but that. you're not coming back for a year at least. Joke's on you. <laughs> I <laughs> no, quit. It's part of the plan. No, yeah, but you know, like. That was a mutual thing. But you know, that's that's the one thing I love so much about this this rodeo community. Because I work it for a couple years and I leave for a couple years, but it's not ever awkward. It's, it's like, man, we can't wait to have you back, and you can still come to town, and go see people, and mm-hmm. you know, San Angelo's got a, a really, a lot of cool restaurants and good people, and the only bad part about Angelo is like seventy five miles from one side of town to the other. You're not. <laughs> it's very spread out. You're not just going to the other side of San Angelo, Texas. <laughs> yeah, it, and and it really sucks when your son's. Um uh, school is on the south end of town, and the work you, <laughs> the office you work at is thirty seconds from your house. They have Whataburger, Taco Bell. So you're Bell. fifteen minutes south. Walking in, you, you know you're forty five. It's eight forty five by the time you get the office. 
Yeah, it's that's. I only, feel terrible. That's I my just only feel so bad for. That's being my late only to complaint work. about Angelo Not. is it is so <clears throat> spread out. San Angelo starts in Fort Worth and he gets over at Sonora. <laughs> I mean, and I don't mean that rude, but <clears throat> I don't care. And I've never paid for a plug-in ever, and nope. I won't. I will continue to stay here. <laughs> Actually, the one time I stay here, this old man just came out of nowhere, and it's like eleven. It's not an old man. That's Kermit. Kermit is a legend. Like Kermit will have a statue like Bud Kilmer, Kilmer's uh, Coyotes at at, at uh, <clears throat> off of uh, Friday Night Lights. There would be a statue of Kermit. Well, he knocked on my door one night at like eleven o'clock. I yep. I don't remember. I was and he was just making sure you needed. It. I was stopping through, going somewhere, and uh, <clears throat> I get in my underwear, uh, whitey tidies, of course, clean, and um, whitey brownies, <laughs> whitey tannies. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I get in bed. There's a boom, boom, boom. <clears throat> you know, it's darker than shit at the rodeo grounds. When there's no rodeo going on, there ain't no lights. I'm like what the hell? So. Get my gun out, you know, and uh, where he's gonna get me? Like he's gonna Rodeo open the door and go, shoots Kermit, giddy giddy, and I open the door next on San Angelo. I knew who it was when I opened the door. I was like, "Oh, hey!" He's like, "Did you get plugged in all right?" Well, yes, I did. <laughs> so make sure you got your plug, okay? Well, the cool thing is I've been plugging shit in since I was three, so this cord, <laughs> yeah. What? Well, not to be rude, but he was like, right, "So make sure you're okay." I'm like. Do you have anywhere you need to be? <laughs> you know, because I just told him. I said, you know, you tell Kermit, hey, you know, Justin Rumford's coming. Oh, my God. You know, and he oh, wants he's, to come and make he's sure so you're nice. Okay. Every time I come. He's the sweetest man in the world. He'll stop by and, and say. And you know what? And, and the, the crazy thing is, like, he is he works harder than anyone I've ever met. And my dad, I would I would put him up there with my dad, above my dad. My dad works harder. He has always worked his ass off all the time. He's been retired for years and still harvests in plants and, and works for farmers, and he's always doing something. But that Kermit is at that grounds, and that, and Heath knows. Me and that Kermit like both. <laughs> 20, I mean, I would say 26 and a half. 20 hours a day, six and a half days a week. The only days he's, the only time he's not there is Sunday morning when he goes to church. Do you know that you can take a dump at Dollar General now without a key? What? Yeah. Why they would you do that? You have seventeen bathrooms you could have gone. Well, the lady um, when I went to Dollar General recognized me from the rodeo, and she's like, "Hey, uh, you don't need a key for the bathroom now. They only make they only lock the Dollar General bathroom during the rodeo because of uh, all the people <clears> that want to come across because all a, the uh, carny workers take probably. a poo poo so." I just, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, well, that's good because we live, you know, 30 seconds away, Heath, from a dollar Every, general. every you Hilton know, I know Heath, lives Heath, by Heath a dollar will understand, general. like, when they were putting that in, I'm like, why are they putting a dollar general across from the rodeo grounds? Like, y'all do understand. It's just, it's, this dollar general is the middle of a neighborhood. Like, there's, it's not on a main no. street. It's not in the middle like of Like Jim's town. house, John's house, Shonda's house, dollar general. And I tell you what, I stop at that son of a bitch. Hey, they have name brand shit Dollar- four times a week, and I I don't want to ever say anything. They sell boys. They sell boys. I I bought one today. I did I not know that today. they sell beer. Dollar bought, General. My Vince would call that a rack. A rack? No, a rack is twelve. Uh, on no. A, on a side note, I got just got the best text message ever. Bronco Dave Jennings, man, we're at the bar. I'm having a college flashback. 
Oh, God. Son of, we need to get Bronco Dave on when we go to Lubbock. Ah, well, we'll be there tomorrow. Uh, yeah, you know my joke that, oh, God, it's already been stolen from the Cowboy Channel. I I made my own joke up about Dollar General. I said every time in rural... Dollar General. I said every time in rural America, when a bush light is opened, a new Dollar General is born. Four rodeo clowns have stole my Dollar General joke. There is 12 in San Angelo, a community of 110,000. Which? What? Don't say it too loud or there'll be a Dollar General back here by the time we're done recording. There'll be a Dollar General <laughs> built and Chad Smith will have been put on a bull riding. Um, Double S Bull Company, Dollar General. <laughs> Sydney, Iowa. <laughs> Double S Bull Company is the Dollar General. <laughs> no. <laughs> is kind that what of. you're saying? No, well, in a way, because a double S bull company may pop up at any time. Like a, they you, put on, Shad Smith can put on a bull ride now. I could go into this A well-produced event. I love Shad Smith. And, if you, you know, want to put on a bull riding and you're within the tri-state area of Iowa, call Shad Smith. He will have an arena and a set of bulls at your place within 25. He's, like he's like two, a four, pizza two, delivery four. company. Like, under 30 minutes or your bull riding's free. <laughs> like, you're sitting around on Saturday. Say, <laughs> Saturday at 5 o'clock, be like, hey, you know what? We should have a bull riding here tonight. Call Shad. Hey, we got a little room. We could do that over there. Shad. Next thing you know, you go take all a seat, come back up, out. All of a sudden, pulls up a maroon Volvo. Here comes a 40-foot gooseneck full of bulls. <laughs> Kate Smith's outside trick roping. <laughs> Kate's cash is setting up arena. Oh, my God. Hey, you know what, though? On a, on a serious note, I love Shad Smith. I don't know if he would talk, but Shad Smith is one of my favorite people to talk to. I I call, he would talk. We got to get Shad on. Shad if Shad. he would if he would open up and talk and put down his bottle of True Moo chocolate yellow, milk. Yellowstone <laughs> should win bull of the year. Oh God, the fucking dude. Yeah, but you know he drinks True Moo all the time. You know what True Moo is? Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's chocolate, like chocolate milk. milk. Yeah, he like, doesn't drink. I know, but never have seen that man have a beer. I'm not saying that it's not good to have no, a beer. I know, I know, I'm not saying that. But like, even I people that don't drink will drink water or like Dr. Pepper. Who right. in the All hell? Right. I gotta stop. When gotta, it's we 80, have to stop. Hold on, everybody. We okay. Go ahead. When it's 95 degrees in Mitchell, Nebraska, and you take the crew down to the quick shop to get a drink, and he gets chocolate milk, and everybody else is getting 12 packs. It's too damn hot. Milk was a bad so, idea. If anybody can't tell, Rump and I, we have paused this, went inside and ate a steak dinner, drank red wine, mm. and now we're into the bourbon. So I'm um, not. I'm on the true moo. You're still on the true moo. You are a true fan. Well, anyway. Well, you know what? We can wrap it up. It's Let's been a great wrap day. It up. It's been a great evening, a great day. Do our sponsorship announcements, please. A lot of great things uh, happening. Uh, we're, we're shooting for 11 o'clock every day at the convention center. 11 a.m. The Cinch, Cinch booth. booth upstairs. Stop by and see us. So many great uh, great people going to be on, as we do every year. Um, be sure to visit our friends at the convention center. Actually, at three different convention centers. Red River Arena's. They've got an awesome deal, like $3,500 off a full ride and pin, 10% off panage pack, panel packages. So Red River Arenas has got so much going on. Their lead-ups. Shannon Stahl is my good friend. You know, he's got a Red River Arena right at his house, uh, and he absolutely loves it. Galvanized steel. And you know what the best thing about those people are? You can call the people who make it. It's not a huge corporate company where you can't get a hold of somebody. You call them. 
and they will ensure the quality is great. And we're so thankful that Red River Arenas is part of Rump Chat, as well as Gold Buckle Beer coming back for the party during the NFR, the Gold Buckle Beer Bar right by our stage, as it was last year. You remember really? that right there? Yeah. Oh. Grab yourself a nice cold beer. Um, we're thankful for them. Pete Car Rodeos coming back which is the number one stock contractor of the NFR, bringing more stock to the finals than anywhere else. Anybody else, uh, Pete Carr's got the most animals. And Bucking Bull of the Year, Bayou Bengal. Billy Jones. Billy. Ashton Jones was... uh, Billy. You guys might remember Ashton being the uh, horrible person on... uh, yeah, he was one of our. Uh, <laughs> hey, we got we. we you he know did what? a terrible. Oh, hey, hey, I love Ashton. Hey, let's do that. Let's let's get that going. You want to do that? Hey, um, nominate a bachelorette, and um, if you know a bachelor, a young man, or a bachelorette, please DM Rump Chat. Yes. But it's got to be better than last year. Nothing offense. Jordan Molinado is a sweet. She's the best girl ever. Great roper. Girl. Great roper. But she's too She's too nice. We she's need somebody nice. that we're looking a little bit more frivolous. Not frivolous. Like, uh, you know. Nominate your bachelor and bachelorette <laughs> at rumpchat at Instagram. Yeah, at rumpchat, at Instagram, at, at, at show your. <laughs> well, they, they, All right, let's. Yeah, let's oh, wrap wait, it up. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I gotta, I gotta get our song. Well, before we go to the song, also, I just want to once again, Casey Fireside. Field. What a great ride you've had uh, from us at Rump Chat yep. with the whole group. Me, Ashley, Whitney, Josh, Ferg, uh, the whole group. We just want to say thank you for being our friend and and uh, all you've done for rodeo. And for all you rodeo contestants out there that didn't make the NFR, hey, man, next year is going to be your year. Let's keep rocking. D- Denver's around the corner. Odessa's around the corner. And uh, shout-out to all the kids going out to the uh, Yeti Junior World Finals. I got a couple friends going out there. Big thanks coming your way. You guys work hard. And remember what we said earlier. Like, no one cares how good you were at the end of the day. They care about how good you were to people. So thanks for listening to Rump Chat. And uh, y'all keep on rocking in the free world, as Neil Young would say, which is actually one of my favorite songs to close. We've never actually closed to that, but uh, just been a great time here at Rum Chat. More Rum Chat coming. Garrett Yergin going to be on Pro Fantasy Rodeo, profantasyrodeo.com. The teams are coming out pretty soon. Uh, the Pro Fantasy Rodeo magazine just came out. That's right. Yeah, we're so, going gonna to have our Pick'em show at some point. Oh, oh i got to show you this. I got a wild idea. On Facebook Marketplace, they had today a giraffe for sale. I'm going to show this to Hambone here. Um, So this might be uh, this year's prize package. Uh, (laughs) Look here. A giraffe for sale. Two-year-old male giraffe looking for new home. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Was that way to... (laughs) So... Uh, Maybe this year for the Rump Chat prize package, take your pick of Capri Camper or two-year-old male giraffe. <laughs> yes. Might be the coolest thing ever. So don't forget Pro Fantasy Rodeo. Be sure to check them out. We're going to be having Rump Chat League last year. Stupid Anthony Lucia won it. We love him. We'll see you later, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Build yourself a fire. Put another log on it. 
Why 